0: If we are together, uh, if we are uh, many, we can win. It is the only possible way. And this is how it has always worked. Local. Local.
1: So- locale locale food? food change.
0: Wheel. Oh. We are Welcome to the Slow Food News
1: Network Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Sfin podcast. My name is Valentina Gritti, I'm your host and the Global Community and Project Manager of the Slow Food Youth Network. The Slow Food Youth Network, or as we'd call it, uh, Sfin, is a worldwide network of young activists with different backgrounds who want to contribute to a better local and international food system. In this episode, we introduce a new type of format, which we will call the Sfin Literary Café. Uh, At this virtual cafe, we're going to meet young authors of books in our network, and we're going to have nice conversations with a cup of coffee in our hands. The guest of today is Giorgio Brizio, a young Italian activist based in Turin, in Italy, and uh, he's a student of science of international development and cooperation, and he's one of the young leaders of Fridays for Future in Italy. So, uh, Giorgio is very young, he's only 20 years old, but he has already published a super interesting book, which is called Non siamo tutti sulla stessa barca, so we're not all on the same boat. And so today we're going to have a bit of a conversation with him to, to get to know him, first of all, and also to, to talk a bit about the topics in, uh, in his book. So welcome, Giorgio, to the Spin Podcast.
0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for uh, inviting me. First of all, I'm very happy to. To, of doing this thing together
1: thank you and uh before starting Georgia, would you like to add something uh, about yourself mm,
0: well let's say that um, as an activist and sorry for my um not very developed uh, english skills but um, no
1: don't worry it's super good
0: <laughs> <laughs> my my the the, the, the two issues Uh, I am mostly concentrated on as an activist uh, are the the climate change uh, that we consider and call a climate crisis since um, a choice that The Guardian, the the famous uh, British newspaper, did in 2018. In 2018, uh, The Guardian uh, chose to uh, talk uh, and to um, use as an expression um climate crisis instead of climate change uh global eating instead of global warming and uh to, to um, do a series of choices uh linked with uh, images to represent the climate emergency um so the two main focus uh the, there are Uh, Of course, the the climate crisis and then migration, migration flows, in particular regarding uh, our country, um, Italy, Um, and regarding what happens in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea, uh, both because the the Mediterranean Sea has become, um, is still a a climatical hotspot. This means um, that uh, climate change is... uh, uh, something that is affecting the material area more than other areas in the in the world that's why we um, for sure uh, have to uh, care about it and to um, somehow have an interest for it because uh, normally climate change is considered uh, as something very far away in time and space and instead it is not and uh, then the um, the the second thing that it even it uh, is even less uh, happy um, is the fact that the mediterranean sea has become in the least in the last story um, ten, 8 10 years uh, the um, the deadliest border in the world this means that you can um, think about many many places in the, in the world right now and uh, well um, the mediterranean sea in particular that uh, part of water uh, that is, uh, the, the stays uh, under the, the southern parts of Sicily, the northern part of Tunisia and Libya. Uh, that specific area has become the deadliest border in the world and that is um, massive and impressive and um, I think we uh, should all be interested about it.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and also the the two uh, topics that you mentioned are also linked to the to each other like you're write writing in your book, right? So migrations and and climate change.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um and around the the the, the water and the sea that um works as a connector um the two main uh, issues and problems are a bit developed giving also um when it is possible uh other um, points uh different points of views of view and views um and uh sometimes of solutions but the role of activists uh, is not actually giving solutions uh there are people paid for to do that uh and um well we, we follow uh of course the the science united behind the science is an hashtag even uh, we believe the um, one of the tasks of activists is uh, asking questions um, asking questions uh, also if uh, uh, maybe these questions uh, go to touch points that um, leaders of the world uh, people in uh, power uh, wouldn't like to, to 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 receive questions on. This is one of our main, um, let's say, roles. Mm-hmm.
1: And how did you become an activist? How did you first get involved also with Fridays for Futures? And what does it mean to be an activist of Fridays for Future?
0: I became an activist by chance. Uh, it was just a case. Um, it was the, the end of January in 2019, and um, I saw a story on Instagram about one of the first uh, events, uh, a Friday afternoon in uh, in Torino, in Italy, in, uh, in my city, um, and I just decided to go and see um, what was going on, and uh, well... Uh, it was a Friday afternoon, and uh, Friday uh, on Friday uh, afternoons I had, um, um, well, let's say, four, three, three, four years ago, uh, my uh, debate class at school. They were just a few hours that we decided to um, attend, but it was not mandatory, so we had the possibility to uh, go out of the, of the school. So I asked a few um, people that were with me, don't we go and see what what, what will happen? And um, I think something like ten people came with me, and we arrived at Piazza Castello, in the main square of Torino. And uh, at that time I hadn't participated to uh, many demonstrations in my life, but I was quite sure that once there I would have seen a big um, amount of people joining together um I, I was thinking i will be able for sure to to recognize it to recognize it uh, and instead uh, no one was there and it was really the beginning of Fridays for future in the end we were about 25 30 people um and uh, the the leader of that that moment was david wecker that at the time was 13 or 14 years old um Just a few people in in Italy uh, knew about uh, something about Greta and her first uh, demonstrations. I I had no idea uh, of uh, who she was. Um, And this is how we started. And uh, um, and to answer also to the question why it is going on, uh, it is going on because for me, first of all, because um, when I arrived at Fridays for Future, Um, I already knew um, the most important consequences uh, of uh, climate change, of the climate crisis. Uh, But what I understand is the deep link that there is between the climate crisis and the social issue. The fact that uh, fighting against a climate crisis means uh, fighting for human rights, uh, means fighting for uh, the life of people. Um, especially in uh, countries of the global south we call them MAPA the stands for most affected people and areas and so uh, give them the floor give them voice is one of uh, um, another uh, role another task another um, thing that has uh, uh, white uh, and privileged activists, we, we we have to do. Um, so, uh, the, 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 the climate injustice, uh, is linked with the fact that, uh, the people, uh, that are paying the highest consequences of climate change are the ones uh, least re- responsible, but th- that are suffering the most. And, uh, mostly they are, um uh, poor people in poor countries that uh, normally we call we call them um underdeveloped countries actually they are not underdeveloped they are uh, overexploited that is very different um and uh well this is very important to understand uh because uh, I am quite sure that until when uh um activists will be seen as those like people like hipster standing with trees and uh, fighting for bees and polar bears. Activism will not be for all. Instead, uh, activism is is uh, standing with the people. And that's why I really enjoyed these this years uh, in Fridays for Future. And then there is the other side, migration and migration flows. And still here we are uh, talking about people, of course. Um, my my family is um, all from Modica. That is probably the southern, uh, the most southern city in uh, in Italy, in the very, very, very south of Sicily. Um, so the 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 place, for example, where uh, I spend my my holiday in Sicily, that is called Maria di Modica, is even southern than Tunisia, the the capital of Tunisia, and of course it is very involved and what is happening in the in the middle of the mediterranean sea and simply the fact that that with the small boat that we have with our cousins um, instead of uh seeing maybe a jellyfish um we have every day in the possibility um, of uh seeing maybe a body maybe clothes in water And uh, this has always uh, shocked me. And that's why, since I deeply believe in the European Union, I think as well that the European Union is dying with uh, these people that are drowning in the Mediterranean Sea. And uh, I I think it it shouldn't be possible um, that uh, the the Mediterranean Sea has become not one of the, the deadliest border in the world. And this is crazy.
1: And um, in your book, you wrote that uh, like the, the solution to the, the climate crisis is in people. So you, you are an optimist and you believe that people actually can make a change.
0: Of course, we have seen in the last years that um, the most important uh, individual actions, action that as uh, um, single people we can do is just doing what is simply beautiful uh, that uh, people can and should do. And this is uh, stay together. Um, if we are together, uh, if we are uh, many, we can win. It is the only possible way. And this is how it has always worked. Uh, it has started uh, from a very small group of uh, uh, citizens and then it has spread and touched many places of a country or many places of the world, and we have the the possibility the possibility and the, the the lack of having a movement for this for the future that uh, has touched uh, 190 countries, but also, of course, uh, the slow food network is is very wide and spread. Um, and uh, only if we will be uh, many, and if we will be. Uh, aware of the situation, we will have the possibility of um, of being, let's say, more impactful uh, than the big companies, than uh, governments that are not uh, willing uh, of taking uh, serious actions uh, to fight the climate crisis. And so I strongly believe in this thing. Uh, the, the people united will never be defeated. This is, this is one of the things that from the squares outside the, the COP26 in Glasgow came out.
1: And uh, you also mentioned about the, the slow food movement. So you, you, you know about our network, you're part of our network. You also published your book with, the, with Slow Food Editore. So I was wondering, in your opinion, how can slow food make a change in this sense?
0: Well, slow food is already making a change um it in my opinion um well what i write in the book is that we are not all on the same boat for a big amount of reasons but since you also said it i'm um i'm an, o- an optimist um i think we can build uh, a boat together and we need many people to be uh, on this boat as i was saying um I think that these um, networks, uh, that these uh, organizations, movements, associations and so on uh, can uh, put uh, the first parts uh, of this, can be the, the first parts of this boat uh, and I think about Fridays for Future, about, about Extinction Rebellion, and Greenpeace, and Nonno di Meno, and uh, Rescue, and uh, Mediterranea, and uh, Why Not Slow Food. And uh, these are, for example, uh, all organizations um, with uh, which we are um, realizing we are um, going on with this uh, big event that will, t- will take place from the um, 25th to the 29th of uh, July in Torino uh, where uh, we will host the European meeting of Fridays for Future but also the Climate Social Camp and the Climate Social Camp and um, um, I, I wanted to, to say this thing here because it is an invite open to uh, everyone who um <laughs> want uh, to to join Uh, it is uh, open and free Uh, the chemistry camp will be a big uh, moment event uh, of socializing of uh, debates talks discussions assemblies but also uh, music uh, sports uh, and uh, staying together basically with uh, activists and simple people from uh, more than 30 countries and that uh, is uh, um, a big possibility so if you are interested just um, type on on Google climate uh, Social Camp or uh, on Instagram Climate Social Camp or you can also text me and I, I'll put you in contact and I think that this is just a simple one of many examples of uh, uh, let's say different mm, movements i would say different uh, types of doing things putting together joining together and uh, um, going on the same way
1: mm. and the climate social camp is happening in turin right
0: in turin yeah we, we as friday torino we want the possibility to organize the, the um, european meeting uh, in 2020 then something called pandemic arrived <laughs> and uh, Yeah, and uh, as everyone, uh, we were touched by it. And uh, finally, after more than two years, we are um, able to, um, I'm very happy to to organize it.
1: And uh, and George, also talking a bit about yourself and actually the the reasons why you, you wrote your book, because... Uh, so now like most of uh, young people and also most of activists are using, for example, social media to um, to discuss about different topics or also to, to do some lobbying, but you chose to ro- write a book. So where does this uh, idea come? And what was the reaction also in your friends? Like what did they think about you writing a book?
0: Well, the idea actually by my, my big um, idea was realizing um, a big talk with different uh, guests uh, talking about uh, climate crisis and migration and uh, the links between them because of course uh, they are not two different things but one one thing to together uh, especially when we talk about about people um, fleeing because of um, climate uh, aspects and and so on but then once again the pandemic arrived and I decided that um, that event that could be something uh, extremely interesting but maybe for I don't know, 100, 200 people, not no more, could be something that many people could read and uh, and spread the word and that's why I decided to, to write the book, to start this new adventure and I'm very happy about it, even if it is difficult, I would like it to, to be translated um but uh who knows we, we will see uh the, the 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 book is not um like a goal itself it's uh, a way of talking about uh, teams about issues and uh, uh one of the most beautiful things about the book has been putting myself in to- contact with people from uh, uh from all over italy especially italy but so the countries and um and well uh Create the links between movements, between organizations that maybe care about the different things. Let, let's think about maybe friends for Future and slow Food. That is more, of course, on food, but uh, they have common goals. Um, and uh, I'm very uh, satisfied, even if it is, uh, even if a bit tired uh, of of uh, this uh, experience.
1: Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to write the book?
0: I've uh, written it in four f- five months. I well, started quite
1: the... quick. <laughs> because quite there, is quick. A, there is a lot yeah. of information. So I guess that you already made a huge research to write it. And I was thinking that it took you longer, but actually <laughs> but actually, yeah,
0: <laughs> You have to, to, to think that we were in complete lockdown. So it was, mm-hmm. mm, let me say, easier because we were uh, all-time home. Um, But, yeah, I started in December 2020. The book came out in May 2021, and I finished writing it in, I would say, the first days of April in 2021. So,
1: yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Nice. Well, well done. I I really liked it. And I I definitely hope that it's going to be translated also in English because the information that is inside it, it's really interesting for an international public as well. So, well, (laughs) let's see if it happens.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) And um, yeah, before uh, before concluding our conversation, also because I know that uh, Giorgio is super busy, so I don't want to take away too much time from him. Uh, I I just wanted to um, to ask you if there is uh, a special message, uh, or uh, yeah, or like a call to action that you would like to to share with the people that are listening to our podcast. Maybe there are young people listening, but also like uh, a bit less young people and part of the network of Slow Food, or also not. So it's a really uh, broad and international public. And uh, I think also this podcast can be a, a mean no, to to make a, a tool, like to make activism. And so, yeah, I just leave you the open microphone to, to share something that you would like to.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say that, we are living a difficult moment, uh, a crisis, an emergency that is a climate, an environmental and ecological, a social and humanitarian, um, a sanitarian um, and also a democratic crisis. Um, it is, uh, I would say, one of the most difficult um, moments that as humanity we have ever faced. Uh, so it is not a uh, Uh, let's say uh, a good period in that way Uh, but uh, if we um, are living this period we have also to understand the fact that uh, this is a period, this is a moment of great possibilities, we can change things now and we can change them uh, for years to come, so it is um, the right uh, moment to um let's say uh put uh, put yourself uh, in in a challenge and uh, um, and start doing things they can be different things there is no a right way of doing activism and uh, everyone can can do it uh everyone in rich countries at least in other countries it is more difficult um and uh sometimes um, also, a bit risky, and um, that's why we have also to fight uh, for people who uh, do, do not have the possibility of doing it. And uh, as I was saying, it is a, a very difficult and hard period. It is a, also a, a period of poss- big possibilities and, and big change, uh, and that's why um, the time is now. The time is now. And uh, activism is something beautiful because uh, it uh, puts you uh, in touch with people from all over the world. Uh, I don't do activism because I think it is correct, even if it is not very, um, let's say, uh, beautiful to to say and to listen. But I do activism because I like it, because I like it so much, because um, it has changed my life. So my invite is... Uh, activate yourself in what you like the most uh, it can be something linked with immigration with uh, the ecological emergency but also not also something that has to do with music with sport with um, archaeology with what you prefer uh, there are many things uh, to do uh, many things we can uh, change
1: great so just not uh sit uh, sit down and listen but stand up and take action yeah exactly or whatever your interest is
0: exactly that's it <laughs>
1: Thank you so much, George. It was uh, super nice to, to have this conversation with you. It's uh, it's very inspiring and I definitely recommend reading your book because it's uh, it's super nice. I will uh, I will also add the link to the book uh, in the podcast description, well, the Italian version for now. Hopefully we'll have the, the translation in the future. And uh, I will also add the link to the uh, climate camp of this summer in the podcast so that people can uh, just click there and go directly to see what uh, the program is and so thank you so much again yeah thanks to you and for our listeners also if you liked this uh, this conversation please share it with your friends and support the, the sphin podcast and if you have other suggestions please uh, write to us with the podcast at slowfoodsyouthnetwork.org and see you in the next
0: episode